Hi, my name is Margaret, and you have ventured your way into the beautiful Collision Podcast. I believe when the good and amazing, great parts of your life collide with the bad, messy, and hard parts of your life, they make you into the beautiful and amazing person that you are. On this podcast, you're going to hear stories of people from all walks of life, and my hope is that you resonate with some and embrace your own story. The Beautiful Collision Podcast is back in action. We're back. And in this episode, you're actually going to hear from me. I will be interviewed and you'll hear about just the podcast, why I took a break from the podcast, about a little bit about me. Uh, we play a fun game. Um, yeah, so just get excited and get ready to listen. Um, also, just so you know, uh, Beautiful Collision got a new logo. And I want to shout out Social Grid Creative, my girl Nia. She, Nia Murphy, she uh, just started a small business. Um, so you should go check her out on Instagram or her website. She makes websites, she makes logos, does branding stuff. It's awesome. So please, please go check her out. Also, this podcast will be coming out, an episode will be coming out every other Wednesday. So make sure you do subscribe. So that way when an episode comes out, you'll just automatically get it on your phone or get a notification. But it's every other Wednesday, not every week. All right, here's my conversation. Hey, everybody. So you are here. Um, this is the beautiful collision. But this voice that you're hearing is not Margaret's, obviously. Who is it? <laughs> Who is talking right now? And it is Margaret's Froomey roommate, Carrie Davis. And so you may recognize me from being on the podcast um, before. But the tables have shifted because I am actually going to be talking to Margaret about her about her vision for the podcast, just about her life. This is really a get-to-know-your-host kind of a podcast. So I'm really excited. I hope, Margaret, you're really excited. Yes, I'm so excited. So, uh, hey, everybody, I'm on the other end today, and I have given Carrie free range to do and ask whatever it is she wants and how she wants. So I'm super pumped, and I'm just super pumped for you to hear from me, from my perspective. I don't think that always happens. And so I this is just a way for you guys to get to know me a little bit. Um, and maybe I'll do this again. I don't know, but I thought it was kind of necessary after, after a while of the podcast. So yes, yes. Okay. So Margaret. Yes. Um, this is, we live together, so I obviously know a lot about you. (laughs) Some of these questions, some of these answers I'm already going to know, but this is actually one that I don't know because okay. I don't go with you to work every day because okay. I'm probably sleeping, let's be honest, because Margaret goes to work. Um, so what do you do when you're in your car, when you get in your car and you're on your way to work? Like I've, I've just always kind of wondered, like you leave the house, start from whenever you leave the house, you lock the door, mm-hmm. Carrie's sleeping, and you are in your car <laughs> and you're on your way to work. It's that however long minute drive that you have. What do you do? Okay, so my commute now is actually not super, super long, which is really, really nice. I The other job I used to work out was a lot longer. Um, but I think my my trend, so this is going to be actually maybe cute to some people, maybe like, oh my gosh, you're an adult. But I actually every morning call my dad. That's so <laughs> Okay, so every morning um, on my way to work, I get in my car, call my dad, and literally sometimes it's a five-minute conversation, mm-hmm. sometimes it's longer than that and I just say good morning and how you're doing it's a tradition that me and my dad have I don't know honestly when it started definitely didn't start in college 
Um, and then after college, I lived overseas for a year, so it wasn't then. But I think when I moved to California and I was having a, like a weird transition time, I was like calling him just for more of a comfort thing, and then it stuck. So, so that there was a season of your life where you were you were with your parents, you were living yes. at home, and then you were so you still called your dad even after you just left the house. Yes, that okay. is so sweet. Okay, so um, yeah, so. Like Carrie mentioned, there was a season of life when I moved back to Houston that I was living at home before I moved out in an apartment just as a transition. And so I would leave the house and like then it was like a 40 minute, 40 minute commute to work and I would call my dad and just say good morning. And it seems silly, but I'm really close to my dad. We, I mean, I'm 26 years old, but I'm really close to my dad and we... I mean, talk about a lot of things. So, mm. yeah. So, that's usually the beginning. So every now and then he doesn't pick up. He'll be sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> every now and then he doesn't pick up. He'll be sleeping. Um, and then if after that or if he doesn't pick up, I usually mm-hmm. listen to music. Um, and What's, Right now, what are you listening to? Okay. Right now, it depends on the mood. So, sometimes I wake up and okay. I'm like... I'm going to put on some, like, Chance the Rapper. And I, like, (laughs) jam out to that. (laughs) Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And then, or some sort of, like, rap, trap music type stuff. In the morning. Yes, in the the mornings. If I'm just like, okay, this is a big day, a busy day. Um, And then other times, other times, um, if I'm just, like, I just really need some positiveness or influence, (laughs) I listen to worship. (laughs) Um, so it really, it really is dependent on the day. Um, but yeah, it varies, but I do listen to music when I lived again, when I lived in my old, when I lived farther away, that's when I listened to podcasts. That's how I started liking podcasts, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Makes sense. Yes. Makes sense. Okay. So that's my routine. <laughs> that's your routine. Wait, what kind of worship music do you like? Like word that you're listening to? Okay. Um, so right now I am, it shifts in seasons. Of course. Tasha Cobbs is my girl. Yes. <laughs> Tasha Cobbs is my girl. My current worship song of choice. Yes. Um, which Carrie knows mm-hmm. is gracefully broken. Not, it doesn't get old. It doesn't. And it speaks right to oh, your heart. Like, it literally is just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. The words, if you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. I so feel like good. her little talking part in the beginning, I have it memorized already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, even to the, woo, whenever she does make sense, yes. I have it like memorized. Yeah, it's it's just so good. And it's, it's just, good. I don't know, the words of that song, y'all have to go listen to it. But it just it really, I mean, the title says it all, Gracefully Broken. So that, like... I don't know. Can we go ahead and say not the Matt Redman version? <laughs> Listen to the Tasha Cobbs. Tasha Cobbs version. <laughs> with all those runs, with everything. Yes. Best version, hands yes. down. Sorry. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> it just is. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, the next set of questions I'm going to ask you are one of the things that I really love to do, and you've played this game before. Okay. So um, you 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 know you know these answers already, but then our listeners maybe don't know them. Yes, obviously. your listeners, I should say. Um, and so it's called the Color Nature Animal Game. Okay, it's not a very creative title because literally it is <laughs> what is your favorite color and why? What is your favorite part of nature and why? Okay. And what is your favorite animal and why? And each have. Um, it's like subconscious hidden meanings. Okay, which you already know the you already know them. So okay. anyway. What is your favorite color and why? 
Okay. My favorite color is purple, and I actually mm-hmm. don't remember the meaning for this oh, one. Oh, you don't? That's no, right. so okay. I don't remember, like, what the color meaning. But mm-hmm. my favorite color is purple, mm-hmm. and I like it. So, wait. So, I just name why I like it. Oh, specifically three adjectives. Like, how purple makes you feel. Okay. Three adjectives. How purple makes me feel. So, purple... I get royalty. Yeah. Just the sense of, you know, I don't know. I don't really. <laughs> People can't see this, but she's like waving her hands in front of her shoulders, like, like a royal person does, like a stature, like you know. I just just think it's just funny because like no one can see that. But I can see that. Anyway. Okay. I don't know. I talk with my hands a lot too, so this is that's not really beneficial since we're on a podcast. <laughs> Anyways, but royalty. Um. Yes, so whatever royalty means. Okay. Um, I think another adjective for purple I would describe purple as is, um, I think, fun. Just fun. Yeah. There's so much fun. Yeah. When I think of purple, I just think of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last adjective I would do is um, likable. Likeable? Okay. I don't know. Well, I don't, how, well, how does it make you feel? Okay, feel. Sorry. I don't know why I said likeable. Okay. You, I mean, you can feel like... <laughs> okay. How does purple make me feel? Royal? Fun? Um, I think the next one I would pick is... Ah, uh, man. This is a little hard. You could look at your nails. Her nails are beautifully purple Yes, right my now. nails are purple right now, so let me, <laughs> let me look at these. I think adventurous. Yes. Adventurous. That's adventurous. Great. That's I, a good word. Yes. Because I feel like even with purple nails that I have right now, mm-hmm. depending on what field of work you're in, mm-hmm. it could be a little adventurous. Yes. <laughs> in the sense of it may not be the most common thing I should wear to work, but I do it anyways. Who cares? It's fun. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. So you said royal, fun, and adventurous. Yes. Okay. That's all apropos because your color is supposed to represent how you view yourself oh i did not remember that yes it's the introspective kind of you know subconscious thing so the color you you view yourself to be royal Mm -hmm. okay that's all right royal Royal. very royalty (laughs) yes and then fun you're obviously fun thanks and and yeah and adventurous Yes. yes, definitely. That's where the travel bug comes in. Definitely, for sure, which we could totally talk about as well. Um, so the next one is your favorite part of nature and why. Um, so what is your favorite part of nature? So my favorite part of nature is um, sunset on an ocean. Mm. Um, and so I think the three adjectives that would come to mind when I think of a sunset happening on the ocean is um, vast, vast, just how big and vast mm. it looks. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the other thing I think of is um, it's calming. It's yeah. it's peaceful. Yeah. It's you look you look at it and you just feel at peace. Sorry, mm-hmm. y'all. I had a hiccup, so I don't know if you heard that. <laughs> um, and then the last thing I think of is it's it's engaging. Like it mm. like it draws you in. Ooh. Like you just look at it and you feel. Like, you're just in the you're, sunset. Yeah, in the yeah, sunset. Yeah. Engaged in the sunset. Like it just enraptures you. Enraptures you. There you go. Okay. Nice word. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I think you know the the one with this. Okay, so 
<clears throat> all those things that you mentioned. So you said vast and calming and engaging or, mm-hmm. or um, enrapturing. Yeah. Um, that is how you view God. Mm. Yes. So good. So good. So good. So I can, good. I can definitely picture that. Of just like a sunset over the ocean just draws you in. Like everybody has to stop and watch. Yes. And like I just, I really like that. Yeah. So that's really cool. And to preface this, <clears throat> those are the adjectives I used the first time I did that's this. That's true. She so, so yes. the first time I did this, I didn't know any of these meanings. Sure. sure and sure. those are the addresses I chose, except for this uh, color one. I legitimately forgot what it That's was, true. so I really did yes. not know. That's true. This is one of my favorite games, by the way. I mean, Margaret's, Margaret's like, watched me do this game many times with different people, and it's just a lot of fun, especially the next one. The next one's my favorite. <laughs> uh-huh. So, Margaret, what is your favorite animal? Giraffe. Love giraffes. Okay, you love giraffes. Yes. Why? What? How, how did giraffes make you feel? So, I remember I said, the giraffes make me confident. So, giraffes just look confident. I think because they're so tall and they're so big and they're yeah. b- bigger than pretty much a- every other animal. So, confident is one when I mm-hmm. thought of a giraffe. I thought of protector, again, because they're mm. so big and they're so tall. Yeah. They're, I mean, so skies. Like overseers. Overseers right? over wherever they are the plains or whatever and then but at the same time as big as they are they're friendly and if you think about it so if you've ever been on a safari Mm -hmm. um i have been on one when i was in africa and the drafts come to like come to the little little car thing and they like get close to it and sometimes they'll put their head down and look in there and Mm um and so they as big as they are, they just seem so welcoming Aww. and friendly. So they're not skittish. They're not like afraid of people. They they just go. No, right, they just go because they. I feel like they know how big they are. Okay. They're just like, I'm bigger yeah. than you. It's <laughs> fine. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Well, those are really really good because your animal is supposed to represent your future spouse. <laughs> so, I think those are very good qualities. Yes. I think you should stick to those, you know, whenever somebody asks you, you should just stick to those. And and and, and, and I'm just going to say this, you know, Margaret is still, there's a giraffe for Margaret. <laughs> Shameless plug, Margaret is single, everybody. Thanks, and, Gary. <laughs> and I can tell you by living with her, she would make an amazing wife. For somebody. <laughs> Thank you, Carrie. There's a giraffe out there for Oh me. my gosh. There's a giraffe oh out there. Oh my you. gosh. So, okay, we can move on. Can yes. Move on. Oh, also, everyone, y'all should play that game with people. Yeah. Don't tell, so you, you tell them to pick the thing with the adjective, and then at the end, after they've done it, you tell them what each of them represents. Yes. Um, yes. So, because you would spoil it if you yeah. knew you know, what it represents because then they wouldn't be able to answer as honestly. So it's a lot of fun. I've had a lot more crazy answers for the animal one. <laughs> um, for example, one guy just, one guy said a panda because they sit around and eat all day. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, all right, there you go. And so you just never, and one guy said a hyena and he was like, oh, they're hunchback. <laughs> their hunchback is great. I was like, okay. <laughs> so it's just, it's a lot of fun to play. So, um, so moving to kind of more of like a um, like I guess a serious note, mm-hmm. it just I don't think I've ever asked you this question. Okay. So um, yeah, it's just it's something I'm curious of um, when because I don't think I've ever seen you. Maybe I've seen you tear up, but I don't okay. think I've ever seen you like full on cry. Uh huh. So when was the hardest you've ever cried in your life? 
ever. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. And I'm going to have to try to think about it. Um, so I'm like a closet crier. Okay. Well, well, there's a season, there's a season in life. I think there was a season of my life where I was more of a closet crier. I think now I am more of an open emotional crier. Um, and I will plug this by saying everyone needs a good cry people. So don't be afraid to cry. That's my, Mm. but anyways, Mm. um, but if you're, but if we're talking about hardest, yes, I'm talking like boohoo, yes. and not Snot bubbles, and not because of an injury, or yes, because of an injury, not because of an injury. No, so like, okay, um, man, that I think it's I think it's been a while. Um, I, I okay, so I actually cry a lot when I like people leave out of my life and not necessarily in the sense of like not necessarily in the sense of we just faded out when people you know move places or i've been with a person for a long season of life and we um we have you know some sort of separation i think that's really hard for me um Mm -hmm. as you know i'm a super people person um so i feel like the Last time I really, really cried like that was um, when I left Uganda, when I lived there. When you lived there. Yeah. So, again, preface for those of you that know, after I graduated from college, I went and lived overseas in Uganda and worked Mm -hmm. for a uh, missions organization there. My parents are originally from there, um, but I was was doing, I was working for an organization called, um, oh my gosh. Scripture union. <laughs> um, but when I remember, so the last week I was with some of my students, I didn't think I was going to cry. Uh, and it was a girl that I had been meeting with all year. And she just said some things that really tugged at my heartstrings. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think she had seen mm-hmm. such a, such a like burst of emotion. <laughs> Oh, so she was surprised when you started Because <laughs> she, she was crying, but I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I literally, I don't think, yeah, I don't think she was expecting it. And I, mm-hmm. I think that was really emotional. I think that was, I think at that point, because I had been gone for so long from the state, so I was like mm-hmm. kind of ready to come home, but yeah. I was also really going to miss them. And then I also, I just felt like I had been growing a lot and learning a lot. Yeah. I think all of a sudden, every emotion mm-hmm. hit me. Yes. Um, and I just boo-hooed. Um, I think that is... Well, yeah, I think that is one of the hardest times I've cried. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, yeah, actually, oh my gosh, I forgot about this. this is kind of really bad. Last year, my grandmother passed away. Yeah. Um... That was a big, that was a shocker. So my grandma doesn't live in the United States. So she lives in Uganda or she Mm -hmm. lived in Uganda. And so I would see her over the years, every now and then, sometimes every two or three years, but we would talk. Mm -hmm. But um, I think just learning more and more about the woman she was and knowing Mm -hmm. who she was. And I think that was the first time death was that close to me when Mm -hmm. it came to family. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I had, honestly, it sounds weird. I had always wondered, like, how I would react. Like, I know people cry when people in their family die, when children die, when all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But that never happened. So I just didn't know Mm -hmm. what my emotion would be. Like, would I be the person who 
like just can't function that day. I mean, yeah. I, I just don't know. And yeah. I, I didn't know how I would hold up. And I did, I think I, I had, I realized what I do is I have like a shock phase for a while. Yeah. And then I have a, a meltdown. Yeah, realization. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. I think those are the two biggest moments. Okay. People. Yeah. I don't really cry about much anything else. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah, I get that. And I'm, I'm, I was wondering, you know, with your grandmother, cause we were living together whenever that happened and, um, you know, uh, there seemed to be a some like a resolve in you that you knew like that you know your grandmother lived a full life. Yeah. And you know and so did that did that make it harder or easier for you to kind of like cope with Yeah. Um that's a good question. I think it made it um I think it made it easier. Mm-hmm. Um my grandma was 93 when she passed away. So I mean literally lived a long time for mm-hmm. most people. I mm-hmm. mean, some people don't get that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't get that, you yeah, know? And, yeah. um, and for me, you know, because I know of who she was and her faith and how mm-hmm. important that was to her. And, you know, for me as a Christian, like I, I, I know where she's going. I know what she believed about, you know, what happens after mm-hmm. death and, and she believed in God who she just loved and adored and, mm-hmm. and she believed in that. And so I, I knew there was a comfort there cause I knew like she, she gets to be with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, and there was this, um, with, with my grandmother, there was just this idea of, you know, the best is yet to come after yeah. death. And, mm-hmm. and I think that we had scares in her eighties where she would get really sick yeah. But she never passed, and then she would get better, and she never passed. And mm-hmm. I think she just was so confident um, in that there's a better place. And yeah. so when when it, when time when it was, I even remember when I lived there. So she was 93 when she passed. I lived there when she was about 91. I would see her, okay. and I remember her. Um, I remember when I was about to leave. You know, I spent a, a few days with her before I left Uganda to come back to the states, and I was like. I was like, you know, see you next time, or I can't wait mm. to come back and see you. Mm-hmm. And that was still two years before she passed. But I remember her even saying, you know, um, just saying, you know, I love you, and I hope I get to see you. Oh, um, and it was, and and I think to someone listening or to anyone else, that could be like, oh, that sounds so morbid. But I, I think she, she yeah. was just confident of like, she knows that yeah. time is coming, yeah. and. But it didn't scare her. Like, it wow. didn't scare her at all. Like, she she was like, I hope, you know, I do hope I get to see you again here on mm-hmm. earth. Mm-hmm. Um, but I may not, you know. And But, like, but I will be with, I'll be with Jesus, yeah. you know. And, yeah. and, that, and that's a beautiful thing. And so, yeah. it was just things like that that gave me, oh, there's this reality there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think that that's precious. Man, I want to be like your grandma. <laughs> I want to be like my grandma, too. <laughs> just, just to know that. Yeah, I'm going to be with my father in heaven, and it's going to be great. But that's wonderful. Thank you for answering that question with vulnerability. And yes. Like, I know it's super personal, but, you know, we both believe in openness, you and I both. And yes, so, we are open books. We try to be. Transparent as a jellyfish. It, like transparent that. as a jellyfish. I like that. Yeah. So, um, okay, so now moving more on to the things with podcasting. And but, I remember this. When okay. This was birth. Yeah. I think we were sitting at this table. Um, I know that there were just some things transitioning, you know, that you had just 
yeah, transitions with job and just with, anyway, lots of things. And so then you said, I think that I wanted to start this. And I was just like, yes, like I was, this is such an amazing idea. And so I knew that you would, I think I told you too, I was like, your voice is going to sound so good. Yeah, you said that. And I was, I was just, I don't know if it's going to sound that great. I was surprised. (laughs) I was like, heck yeah. Like your voice is going to sound so smooth. And you know, you know, whenever the opening intro, Hey guys, you ventured your way. I just love it. It just is She has it memorized. It's like you were made to do this. So, okay. You've been doing this for almost a year. Mm -hmm. What have you learned in starting the podcast? Okay. Since you've started. So, a lot of things. Um, Well, yeah, a lot of things. One, it is... It... There are easy elements to it and very hard elements to it. So... I'll start by saying this. I didn't know how easy it was to get a podcast on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, you just have to have an episode and you send it to them and it takes seven days until they approve it. And I, oh. I feel like it's not very hard for it to get approved wow. because there's a lot of podcasts out there that yeah. only had three episodes okay. or didn't last long or that kind of thing. Yeah. So I think the ease of that was quite surprising. Okay. Um, and then I think um, the other sort of ease was or the excitement of it was i get to talk to people yeah i get to talk to people all all the time yeah um and and just hear out their stories i think that that was the really cool a cool part i think um some difficult things i learned and had to like fight through was okay how do i make this consistent Mm -hmm. um you know at the beginning I had a friend that was helping me a lot. Um, Drew, like we were kind of doing it together. Yeah. Um, and then, mm-hmm. you know, kind of we we made tra- some transitions and, you know, she's getting married. Shout out Drew. And yeah. um, life has changed for her. So I com- have completely taken over the podcast. And so I, I'm completely doing it. And so I think just realizing that um, how the how to make it consistent, like what mm-hmm. does that look like? Mm-hmm. Um, and what does it what do what i what does the content look like well just how to make it marketable essentially okay um i think that was really hard and Mm -hmm. i think i was really hard on myself and just learning it i didn't know what it looked like Mm -hmm. to edit anything Mm -hmm. or record anything yeah i googled everything yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) i googled everything um so I think those are... Go ahead. Well, yeah, I was going to say, like, I mean, I didn't know all this. And I mean, I would watch you, you know, Google things and like you, you got a microphone for this. Like you really invested mm-hmm. time and thought. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I know that you didn't... Because any random person can just talk at a microphone <laughs> and then put it on the internet for everybody else to hear. Yes. You know, but you wanted to make sure that it was like, you know, you're not just talking about dumb things. <laughs> yeah. You're really, you're really talking about the important things. Yes. You're talking about things in people's lives. Yeah. And giving them a chance to like, to share their stories. Right. And given that opportunity. And so I, I've just seen you do that. So yes. I, I guess, um, just to kind of puff you up of just like, yeah, you've done the brunt work to make it marketable and easy for people to find and, and, you know, and all of that. So that's just, that's really cool and exciting. Yeah. But was that one of the harder things though? <laughs> Yeah, so I think it was hard because it was I didn't I just also didn't realize I mean I knew I work a full time job but balancing that mm-hmm. so you know you'd have to launch an episode on a certain day so mm-hmm. it was Wednesdays and, or Tuesdays at first and then moved to, whatever but anyways it was Tuesdays and um you know to make sure I'm up to launch it yeah. you know. In the morning, so people mm-hmm. on the East Coast, some of my friends on the East Coast uh, will hear it. That's so considerate. Yeah. <laughs> so, or they can hear it in the mornings if they're driving to work or something wow. like that. So, 
you know, on those days I would actually have it ready, get up and launch it at yeah. early in the morning. Cause I didn't want to launch it before because then I didn't want people to listen to it, Yeah, you know, early. And so that, all that kind of stuff was, yeah. um, navigating. I think picking guests was okay. its own, yeah. its own feat. I mean, I think some people might believe that that's really easy. Yeah. Um, it's not, and not because I'm being really picky. It's just because not everyone wants to do it, you know? Really? Yeah. You yeah. People that turned you down. Yeah. So, I mean, not I everyone, not everyone is in the season of life to do it. Not everyone mm-hmm. has time. Okay. Um, yeah. So I, 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 I think at first you think everyone, everyone's going to be so on board. Everyone's yeah. going to, everyone wants to tell their story. <laughs> everyone wants to do this. Everyone wants to be vulnerable. And that's not the case. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's hard for me to understand. But, um, so what was some criteria that you thought about when you thought about having guests on here? Like, what were some things that you, you just had to know about certain people mm-hmm. to, to put them on the show, to put them on the podcast? Mm-hmm. So I, I know, so originally I, I really wanted, I didn't just want all the people that did awesome things. All, I mean, okay. Okay. <laughs> hey, that's okay. <laughs> so uh, let me rephrase that. You mean that like got a lot of accolades. Like, yes. Like a lot of like. Yes. Uh, public recognition. Public recognition. And it kind of started off with. A little bit like that. There are a lot of people, which we love them and we wanted that. But I think the goal, and I can talk a lot about this a little bit later too, mm-hmm. is I also wanted, you know, the person that felt like they didn't have a story. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the person that maybe the example that comes to mind is single mom. Yeah. You know, I have a friend right now who is a single mom mm-hmm. and is, you know, going through some things and, you know, she, she doesn't necessarily feel that what she has to, like, she has a, like, her opinions matter as much because of her position. Mm. But she's so wise. Mm. She's so knowledgeable. Mm. She is a rock star mom. And, you know, people, she, she she doesn't necessarily believe that people would want to listen to her. But I'm just like, I, I love listening to you. I love what you have to say. You know, I love all those things. And so I, I wanted a, a podcast too where like those people can also come where the people that are just doing the normal everyday things can come, but also, also the people that are, you know, starting Mm -hmm. businesses, having super Mm -hmm. big passions, Mm -hmm. trying to change the world, all that kind of stuff. Them too. Um, I think another big thing was, I, I don't think I've told, I don't think I've told you this before, but Mm -hmm. I wanted it to be, um, I wanted there to be a huge minority presence on there All right, actually. And a lot of cultural, um, international presence on there. Um, and so, you know, I think the hard thing for me listening to podcasts in the past and well, recently as I've started is they're so great. And I love the content that a lot of times it's a lot of people that look exactly the same, mm-hmm. you know, like it's a majority yeah. culture podcast and then they dip in, yeah. you know, a few people of color here, a few international students here, probably something. Anyways, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so and, and so, um, sorry, y'all. We like hear this like buzzing noise in our apartment right now. It honestly sounds more like hissing, so that's why I'm kind of like it must be outside. Yes. Okay. Anyways, okay. getting back Moving to the podcast. <laughs> if you hear a scream, <laughs> that means there's we, a snake in the there's apartment. a snake in the apartment. I really wanted to <laughs> diverse di- diversify and and have people. Um, I have a huge minority presence on there. 
and then with a dipping of majority culture, you know? Um, and so that was kind of the start goal. And there's some kind of new things yeah. coming up, but yeah. Okay, okay, well, we're going to get to that. Um, okay, so why um, why did you take a break recently from, from doing these? Yeah. Um, so I took a break in February about, until now, until this one launches. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the main reasons I took a break was because of the comparison game and the approval okay. game happening in my head. And so, um, cause you listen to a lot of other podcasts. Yes. I listen to a lot of a part of the podcasts. I recently have met like people that, um, have podcasts and okay. Uh, yeah. So I've, I've recently met people that, um, like have just started podcasts and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And um, I think I was just, I compared myself a lot to other people. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I think the big thing was just um, that I I wasn't going to, that this wasn't going to be a thing. That I was just kind of doing this in vain, that nobody really cared. Mm-hmm. Um, that, and I mean, that may or may not be true, but then nobody was really listening. And I think it was hard to be, you know, what's the point in this um, type of thing happening. And I think a lot of it comes from my background um, just in my life. of I've struggled a lot in my life with approvals, like seeking approval from people. And so mm-hmm. I, I fell into that cliche thing of, you know, did I get enough lights on the post? Are people mm. listening? All that mm. kind of stuff, you know? And it was just getting hard. And so because of that, then when I was thinking about guests, I, I lost the vision behind it. I lost the vision of what kind of guests I want to have on the show. I lost the vision of just how I wanted to do it. Was I marketing it well? Mm. All that kind of stuff. Mm. And so that really... it. Yeah, it stifles you. The comparison yes. kind of can just stifle creativity. You right, know? right. And and so I got to a point where I was kind of like I, I was losing passion for it, mm. and I was just in a stage of I I don't really know if this is is this worth it. Mm. And I've struggled with that a lot in my life. I, and if I'm being really candid, there's there's just been so many ways. I growing up, I sought so much approval from people all people and and i live this life of Mm -hmm. i'm trying to impress everyone Mm -hmm. and trying to do everything Mm -hmm. right for everyone according to the situation so whether it be high school friends whether it be my family whether it be men um whether it be culturally honest you know like trying to be like understand my own culture being ugandan living in america um but also like being American, you know, just, I mean, just, just all those different things. And so my whole life, I've just struggled with that, okay. um, and struggled with people pleasing. Yeah. And so it just creeped in so, so much. And, and that was kind of, yeah, I just had to take a break. It was just overwhelming. Yeah. Okay. Well then what got you to start it up again? Like, I mean, what, what, what was that turning point for you that was just like, I'm not going to care anymore. Yeah. That's... I'm just going to do it out of, because I'm passionate mm-hmm. and because I know it's what I love and like, so I know it's what I'm supposed to do. Like what, what was the turning point? Um, 
Oh, so a few weeks ago, um, I did this staycation thing with one of my friends. Mm. Um, her name's Shaniqua. Shaniqua, I hope you're listening. We love you. Um, and it was just a really good, and so basically it was just a really good time of rest, solitude, you know, just, just completely sleeping, literally like dreaming, (laughs) um, taking walks, all those different things. It was complete. It was beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I think in that time, in the weeks to come, like there was just this, I feel like nudge of, of, um, of why aren't you doing this? Like you love it. And I, and I was listening to podcasts a little bit again and I was like, why why aren't you doing it? Like you, you started this last year and, and also kind of backtracking. So last year, the reason I was like, kind of like right now, I'm ready to do this right now was I had this, just this moment for me with the Lord of like, who cares? Like, who cares what people think? Like, who cares? Like you have dreams and goals, just do them. And if you fail, it's okay. And I used, and I was afraid of failing. I was afraid of being a failure. And mm-hmm. it was just kind of like, who cares? Yeah. You know, if, if, if you feel it doesn't matter, like I approve of you. I love you. Yes. Like do it. And so I lost that. I lost that. I feel like in a year. And, and so I, anyways, coming back to a few weeks ago, I just mm-hmm. came back to this place of who cares? Like, if if one person listens yeah. and gets something out gets something out of it, is that enough? Is that enough? And mm-hmm. and it is. And it is. <laughs> it yeah. is. It is. It was just I feel like the Lord being like to me, speaking mm-hmm. to me and just saying, You're enough. Yeah. It's enough. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. I even venture to say it doesn't matter if even one person listens. Yes. You you've just been obedient to do what you know that you have to do and then therefore yeah it's enough yeah so i think that started this again and 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 i was like and i and i wanted to i wanted to dream big again mm-hmm. and so one of the things i really want to um even going forward is yeah. i want to have those dreams again and try them and if i yes. fail i fail and if i don't i don't and I mean, that's just life, you know, I don't need, I don't need people to like me or love me. Yeah. Like I want that, but I don't need that. What's that cliche? You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Yes. (laughs) I hate that. Yeah. It's like, I mean, I'm not a big sports person, but it's true. Like if you don't, if you don't really try, you won't know. Right. Right. You just won't. Right. So y'all, Margaret is so brave to do this. Like, (laughs) I mean, and I, I just know living with you, like. It just it just doesn't matter. Like you've you've really shown me a lot of just it doesn't matter. Just be be you, you know. And you know we like to say and we have friends that like to cheer us on and say never calm down. <laughs> yes, Don't. never calm down. Be you. <laughs> be you. Be passionate about life and who cares? Like mm-hmm. I think just even just that attitude of like who cares? Mm-hmm. You know, if we just had more people that thought that way, you know, and if we lived that way all the time, it just like it doesn't matter. Who cares? Yeah. You know, what would we would accomplish if yeah. that was more of our attitude yeah and I and I would just say you know even just to people listening and I I don't want to say the cliche go follow your dreams because it's not even just big dreams I'm just I I think I'm just learning just do what you feel like do what you feel that is part of your purpose and what you're called to do and and if it's if it's not what you're supposed to do then 
the door will close or you might fail at it and mm-hmm. then you move on to the next thing. And yeah. I think that is something I'm I'm learning. You know, there were so many, even starting the podcast, there were so many fears of small things. What if people don't like the way I talk? Right. What if people don't like how I say things? What if people don't like mm-hmm. my opinions? And it's like, who cares? Yeah. Who cares? You know, you know, I, I'm not perfect. Yeah. You know, I, I may have wrong opinions about something. I may have great opinions. People, yeah. and, and the thing is, people actually may not like this podcast. People yeah. actually may not like the way I talk. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. And I think there was, my whole life, there's this idea, everyone under the blanket of the sun mm-hmm. needs to 100% love me. And that's just not possible. It's not possible. That's not possible. People Untangible. aren't going to, people aren't going to love me. Yeah. That's just, that's just the nature of life. And so trying to be in that place now and learning that now Mm -hmm. is awesome because it frees you up to do so much more. It frees you up to, I feel like, love people better, be bolder. Yes. Be excited yeah. and, and just be be you. Yeah. Well, and I want to say, too, like, you're 26. Yes. I'm 24. We both kind of struggle with this thing about needing to be excellent at what we do, even though we've only been doing it for a short time, you know? Like, yeah. I think there's this pressure of, like, we have to be, like, this 40-year-old, something that's, like, doing it perfectly and have to have all this experience. And I know that you told me, like, it takes time. Like, we need to have grace on ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> We're just trying to figure it out right now, mm-hmm. you know, but at least we're trying to mm-hmm. figure it out. It may not be perfect. And I think that, I mean, specifically with women, I wonder what you would think about this. Just a lot of times we stop ourselves from trying just because it doesn't come naturally. Yes. 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 <laughs> I totally agree with that. I think, and we can only speak to women because we are women. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I think that's true. I think there's this idea for women that we... <laughs> If if when it's not always natural to us who we are, we we don't mm-hmm. we don't like venture into it. You yeah, know? Like, we don't yeah. we don't go at it wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. We don't because it's not this like natural gifting of ours. We actually have to work for it, and then it doesn't seem effortless. Yes, and we when we feel like we have to have this idea of everything needs to be easy and effortless mm-hmm. because we need to be strong women, and yeah. and you know. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with it either. You know, I feel being, to me, even too, just being strong, strong women or, yeah. or whatever is that you're going and you're doing it and you're trying it and mm-hmm. you are working hard and you have to, and it, and you fail and you have to struggle and yeah. you, it doesn't come to you naturally. Yeah. I think some of the things where I've seen people accomplish things that don't come to them naturally, but they're determined to do it yeah. are some of the strongest women. And there's so much joy on that excuse me, on that other side yeah. of just like, I know that I worked really hard for this and that it didn't just, it didn't just come to me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh man. I, Margaret is such a hero, y'all. Like she is like fighting. I mean, really putting this out there and putting anytime you, you create something, put it out there where it could be solicited for, you know, criticism mm-hmm. and you're just shutting those ideas down. It doesn't matter. Like, yeah. Um, it, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm putting this out here and it, and it, it's gonna, it's gonna fulfill the purpose that it was meant to do. Yeah. And so with that in mind, yeah. what are like some of your future thoughts and ideas for this podcast? Yes. So, so far this is going to kind of be a launch of like starting it up again and starting the summer series type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it will be bi-weekly actually. Okay. Um, just because that's easier with me publishing and putting things out and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, um, so 
something I've been wanting to do and it will actually be accomplished this time is I'm getting men on the show. Yeah. So we're going to diversify this thing. Um, so we're getting men on the show. We are going to get couples on the show. Like legitimately, I've asked some people already and I'm excited. And yes. and I want to do a few episodes um, where, where they're going to tell within their stories. But you people ask in questions. So have questions yeah. of things that they would want to know um, about about someone or even especially with the men on the show you know ladies you can send in your questions of <laughs> things you want to ask men or wonder or curious about men and why they do the things they do and you want to say it anonymously <laughs> and say it anonymously but I, I do want to do some more ask the audience where audience have right. questions yeah. um, another thing that is going to happen is I'm going to try this summer to do some Instagram live cool video interviews. Wow. So those will be sporadic. I love that. Um, but they'll be face to face. And yeah. since Instagram can do this thing now where you can actually be looking at me and the interviewer, you can do a paired live session. What? Yes, I just found that I out. I didn't even know that. So I want to do some of that. Yeah. I want to do some of that. Um, so so those, are, so those are some of the ideas right now. Mm-hmm. I'm open to other ideas, but... Okay. I'm I'm just taking it day by day. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying. And women out there, seriously, specifically women right now in this context, I'm a woman. Um, y'all, I mean, just go go do those things. Like, yeah. you you have so much. You have so much. You can you can you're you're you have purpose basically, mm-hmm. and you have things that you need to do, and yeah. just do them well and do them with excellence. Like. I mean, what a life. If, if at the end of my life I can say, I, I tried these things. I have a list of things that I failed at, but I have also a list of things that I tried at. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, and so, and and I and I went for things. I went yes. for things. Yes. I went for things. I took a risk. Adventurous. Adve- the color purple. That's Adven- my rant. The color purple. <laughs> Adventurous. I took a risk and I, and I tried and... Um, I don't know. I, and I would just encourage you, yeah, again, don't care about what people think. Don't, you know, I, I think have your people in your corner mm-hmm. that are honest with you. Mm-hmm. You know who those people are listening. Carrie, you know who those, you know, everyone yeah, knows who the people are. <laughs> you have that group of people that are honest with you who will tell you, who will give you the good criticism and who are on, and who actually do give you criticism when you need it. And so... I think once I've come to those people and mm-hmm. honestly come to God and I'm okay there, it doesn't really matter yeah. what everyone else thinks or says or doesn't say. That's right. Oh, that's good. Somebody pick up on that. Somebody. Pick up. Someone pick I up just on preached that. that. Yes, you did. Pick it up. I'm, take it home. I'm, I'm struck. I'm struck. <laughs> okay, so... These last two questions. I'm so excited to turn this table around. I know. I'm like, I'm so excited to be on this. I'm end. sure you've been ready to answer these for yourself. I know. Okay. Okay. So the first one, uh, you know, is um, who could you? Who would you want to have lunch with, mm-hmm. dead or alive? Yes. It could be anyone. It could be anyone. Yes. <laughs> yes. She said it well. <laughs> she said the question well. Um, um, I think I'm gonna say. Someone we talked about in this podcast, my grandmother. Um, I I would like kill to have one last lunch with her, and I'm gonna tell you why. Okay. I didn't really go into detail with her earlier, but y'all, my my grandmother. Not only did she live that long, one of her prayers when she was like from like 
30, even before she knew she lived that long, was like, Lord, if every other part of my body is disabled, that's fine. But please let me have my sanity. Please let me have my brain. And, you know, for a lot of people, unfortunately, which is so sad. And so, like, you know, I give it to y'all. A lot of people... When, as they get older, their brain deteriorates. And so, mm-hmm. a lot of people's grandparents, you know, have memory loss, all that kind of stuff. My grandmother on my dad's side does. And that's something she really prayed for. Um, it was because she wanted to really be able to continue, like, really, like, encouraging people, like, giving people advice, mm-hmm. like, loving people. Mm-hmm. And a big thing was be able to... Um, continue the work that she started at at a late age, and so again, a little preface is my my um, grandmother. Um, she taught and and worked all the way up until she like retired or whatever the equivalent of retiring is in mm-hmm. Uganda, mm-hmm. and then she wasn't done yet. She said I wasn't. She she felt like she wasn't done yet. So in her six or in her seventies, she opened in her seventies. Yeah, opened a preschool. Yeah in a town called Jinja where they lived in Uganda, one of the most prominent preschools in that little town. Mm-hmm. A very like academically rigorous whatever that, you know, means yeah, for preschool, yeah. preschool. So many kids go there mm-hmm. and she ran and opened a preschool, a principal of a preschool. And her thing was like I just want I want people to feel loved yeah. and adored and I and I want people have a place and and then growing up in her home she lived a home where people would come and stay for seasons mm-hmm. of life mm-hmm. people would live with her she had so many quote-unquote adopted children there are th- hundreds of people that call her mom mm-hmm. at her funeral her funeral was like one of the biggest funerals i've ever seen in my life mm-hmm. um at her 92nd birthday party she had over 100 people there i mean and it was just because of the impact she loved people yeah and she pursued people and so mm-hmm. I say that to say because I would have wanted to have lunch with her and just be like, how did you do that so well? <laughs> and like, how does one do that? Like how, like how do you just love people despite who, all the time, despite who they are? Yeah. Like give so much grace mm-hmm. and then just people always in your home. Yeah. And I like, Ugh. that's the life I want. That's the life I want to live. Like I want to be known as someone that gives grace and gives love to people. And I I pray that I can be that person every day yeah. and yeah. and just yeah. Well, you know it's possible because she she did it. She, she did it. She did it. And so I would just love to sit with her and hear about that and just yeah. pick more of her brain more than I did in my life. So what would you eat? Ooh, if uh, what would we eat is a good one. So, um, y'all, Ugandan food if you haven't had it is a bomb. I've just been introduced to this, by the way. Straight up. Like, I, so I oh, have all the stuff. So good. Ch- chapati, you don't know what that is. Yes. And then, like, meat in Uganda is just made better. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, so I'd probably have a home-cooked Ugandan meal. Yeah. Yeah, okay. that'd be the best. Yeah. Would she cook it or would someone else um, Probably someone else would cook it and we'd just eat it. And we'd just eat it. We'd just eat <laughs> we it. We would just work. eat it, yep, sitting no in her dishes. little living room uh-huh. and just eat and talk. She was so cute. Really cool. That's really good. Well, that's awesome. Um, second question is um, who uh, would you like to encourage right now um, and say it to them as if they are sitting here? So who would it be and what would you say? Yes, encouragement. I love encouragement. Okay. Um, if I... I had this before we started this. Now I forgot it. 
Um, if I could encourage anyone right now, um, I think that person would be, oh my gosh, now I've just literally lost it. Okay, I had this before, y'all. I'm so sorry. Okay, if I could encourage anyone in this moment. I, I think what... I, Margaret's having a hard time, y'all, because she literally encourages everybody. <laughs> like, so I feel like you're thinking of somebody that you haven't encouraged, and it's like, that's a short list, because Margaret en encourages and just takes the initiative to, like, pour out encouragement on, on pretty much everyone that she's close to, so... Okay. I don't know what to. I don't know what to. Tell I know. You. I know. I'm. 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 I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this right now. Um, I would. Oh, I'm gonna encourage my brother. My brother. Oh. Okay. Little. I'm. Yes. Okay. My my little brother Nathan, um, who. Uh -huh. uh, okay. Say to him as a season. Yes. It, right? Yes, Nathan. You are a rock star and you're unbelievable and um I think what you just don't know how wise you really are um mm. and man you I really just think you have you have this gifting in way with people that I don't think you have come to realize how powerful it is like people are drawn to you mm. um people people talk about I like I love Nathan I love this I love that and and I, I don't think you even realize like the influence that you have. Um, I think you are smarter than you give yourself credit for. Um, you are wiser than you give yourself credit for, and um, you're you're a true leader. Um, and and I I just I love how encouraging you are just in your actions. So just how you love to like write like when you write letters to people, birthday cards. They're always so thoughtful and so deep. Um, and I think even recently, the fact that you just told me, yeah, I've listened to your, po I love your podcast. Like you're doing such a great job. I mean, oh. you like, it, it was so mind boggling to me. And so Nathan, I am honored and privileged and adore being your sister. Um, I think me and Stanley, our older brother could say that. Um, and as, even though you're the youngest, you teach us a lot. You do teach us a lot. You teach us a lot about hard work, about, being a go-getter. Um, and so never stop that. Know that I believe in you a hundred percent and I'm behind you a hundred percent. And, um, if you ever want to talk about anything, you can talk to me. That's the little sister me like, come talk to me, little brother, <laughs> but I love you so much. And, um, I'm just so thankful for you. Like I truly am so thankful for you. Mm. So that's my encouragement. Oh, Nathan, I hope you've had tissues next to you. Cause... Yeah. Don't cry. <laughs> <laughs> that was a tear trigger. Um, that's so good. Margaret, We've done this thing. We have. It Thank is you. so crazy to be on the other side. I probably talked a lot, y'all, but I've been excited to... This was so good. I'm just honored you asked me to be the one to do this because, I mean, I'm just an intern, you know? <laughs> y'all, we I'm joke. just a beautiful Collision Podcast <laughs> intern. <laughs> but Carrie's going to be... Carrieie's an intern. I'm the first one. <laughs> She's the first intern. Let's Any go. other intern that comes after me, because there will probably be some... I'm going to have to tell them, listen, I was the first. It's going on a resume. This is, <laughs> it's going on my resume. This is a very, this is a very lucrative job. <laughs> she pays me in Ugandan food. <laughs> Ugandan food. And that's all the payment I need. <laughs> and being a good roommate, hopefully. But oh, yeah. 
thank you so much for doing this. Yeah. No, I loved it. And thank y'all for listening. I hope y'all enjoyed. That's a wrap. Bye, everybody. Bye.